What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Anthony Novoli, and it's been a minute, but we're finally back here, and I'm excited to introduce you our next guest, Natalie Galan from Culture Dough Cookies. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here in my homely house. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Uh, this is definitely going to be fun, so I think we're pretty much ready to jump right into it. Yeah. Uh, just uh, tell, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, cool. Okay. Well, my name is Natalie Galan, and I uh, moved to Montreal about a year and a half ago now. And I'm originally from Calgary, Alberta. And I did some traveling, lived abroad in Havana. And uh, that was kind of where I got started with my ideas of um, doing something different. I was teaching at the time. And I just decided at some point that that was not for me. <laughs> and um, so I got this idea to sort of do something international. I found myself really fascinated with people and where they came from. And so uh, it was sort of that that started my, my thought process of doing something like totally different. And uh, yeah, then I got this idea to open a cafe and actually the cafe that I wanted to open was this like internationally sort of infused with like different decor from all around the world and then so that sort of actually brought me back to Canada because doing something like that in Cuba is ridiculous <laughs> and uh, so yeah I just ended up in Montreal because I knew that it was a place I'd love to hang out and stay for a while and sort of the same idea of just like having an international feel and vibe in the city and uh yeah and then I like along the way I was sort of working on opening this cafe and then like it got really stressful and I was like I don't know what I'm doing and <laughs> I was like trying to do something that I had no experience in and uh so then I got into I don't know somewhere along the way I was like well I I've always been like a hobby baker and uh so then I started thinking like maybe I could come up with a product and sort of like grow that product and then you know maybe eventually turn it into something where I have a space where I sell that so um the idea actually came I don't know I was just like I don't know I make cookies sometimes and then I was like I don't know could I put like really random weird flavors in the cookies and uh, I just started playing with it and like the flavors and ideas came pretty naturally and like maybe over I don't know two months I had sort of come up with like 10 flavors and right and yeah, that was sort of how Culture Dough Cookies was born. <laughs> definitely, like, one of the things that I definitely want to talk to you, because this whole podcast goes around entrepreneurship, but also creativity. And I think as from, like, a cookie standpoint and a flavor standpoint, when you first when we first got in contact, I had never seen anything like that before. <laughs> so did you, from the get-go, have this idea that you wanted to kind of stray away from the usual, you know, chocolate, fudge, and all those kind of cookies and really start inventing these... these um, specialty cookies really that that incorporate. you can call them weird no no no, no. <laughs> i do well weird in a good way if we're gonna call yeah. it there creative creative <laughs> exactly so so what inspired you at least uh you just mentioned your your time in havana and we can touch back on that too in a, in a bit because uh i kind of actually want to find out how what led you to there specifically mm -hmm. um but going back to the cookies what really uh inspired you to kind of really uh kind of go a little bit in different okay. directions than the usual um I think like one of the big things is like I've always without even being fully aware of it I've always been in that mindset of like doing something different or I don't know like and not even to like be showy or whatever I don't know I just like in my mind there's like mainstream and then there's me you know <laughs> and and so I think that just sort of naturally like was the way that I went about it and then 
the other thing was I just like because my concept was so much more based on this international like celebration of of different cultures and different flavors it didn't really like rely on me doing something that was really popular it was sort of like me using cookies as my medium to share what I really wanted to share so I think that was sort of like there was never sort of like oh but what about like I just kind of went with it and played with it and like I was never sort of fixated on like is this something that like I can do the best of you know like can I make make the best like Nutella cookies or whatever I wasn't even thinking that way so I think that just sort of like my reasoning and just my being and who I am that sort of it kind of went from there did you ever have any sort of difficulty at the beginning because they were so different where you know the usual you'll look for that that fudge cookie or whatever did you have any uh, I guess a little bit of a setback or did did that creativity actually you know pull in more customers and than, than you were expecting yeah I think it's like a bit of both and even to be honest like I think I'm still dealing with that I think it's a slower process partially like I mean there's a lot of reasons why it's a slow process but I think that it's hugely because people are like what the heck like what is this you know and so people are not like people like things they know and that's right. why chocolate chip cookies are so popular people love that you know and I love that But I just think there's room nowadays in what like what's going on in the world, like fashion, everything is just I see this sort of like international infusion. And I think that there's a lot of space for that in in the cooking market, too. Or, you know, and and I think at the same rate, it's like sort of there is that people that are more interested in it but it take it's just taking time to like for them to become okay with it you know like in a in a consumerism point of view sort of thing awesome and actually since we're there do you want to actually explain the listeners like just give us a little bit of a taste of like the type (laughs) of cookies you make yeah sure so when i started i was working on 10 different flavors so i had everything from like a mexican cookie to a mediterranean cookie to a japanese to a thai so I started with these 10 flavors and basically when I created them I was looking up and trying to keep the flavors the spices and ingredients that I use very authentic to like where I took the inspiration from so that they really represented like where you know people that were from those places could like recognize these ingredients but they were something new so yeah um basically the then I kind of narrowed it down to like five that I was going to consistently sell and even now I'm sort of adjusting and playing with like doing two at a time because it's just a lot for like one person but um I guess the five that I went with selling were um I have a Japanese one so there's matcha and dried strawberries I have a North African one there's um North African spices harissa and ras el hanout Um, dates lemon zest so that's sort of the concept where I'm just like putting wild and crazy spices but people sort of know it's just like it's kind of on that verge of like people are familiar with some of these but like not familiar enough or like not in a cookie you know Um, just another one throwing it out there the Thai one is like lemongrass kaffir lime uh, candied tamarind and coconut and that's a really popular one too just like so they're just really different um Each one has, like, either a prominent, like, sweetness or a tanginess or the Mexican one is, like, spicy because it has cayenne pepper. (laughs) Isn't that that one the most popular one? Yeah, Yeah. like, that's the one. So right now in the summer, I've sort of focused on the two, and it's, like, the Mighty Mayan, which is um, cinnamon, cayenne pepper, and Mexican chocolate. So it has this, like, really cool kind of, like, 
chocolatey, which people know, but then right. like this kind beverage, people are like, what the hell? <laughs> like, so uh, yeah, that one's really fun. And that one, like, I knew it was good when my dad liked that one because he's not a cookie person. Like, he's not, he's like an oatmeal raisin, like granola okay. kind of person. <laughs> but he was like, whoa, like, this is really good, <laughs> you know? So that was like, that was when I was like, okay, I and think I got is, something. I'll, I'll butt in real quick, but they are really good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so um, I guess kind of just to touch back to the beginning, uh, you mentioned that uh, you, you did travel or you lived abroad in Havana. Um, you got a lot of inspiration from that area, but what led you to that specific place? Um, I think it's sort of, you know, like, it just goes back to that idea of like, it's who I am, like, without even sort of being fully aware at the time, I just knew... I went into teaching and I wasn't 100%. I went into it because I was like at that point where, you know, you've done some, I did my one degree and you're like, what the hell do I do with my life now? (laughs) And instead of like taking time to figure it out, I was like, Kate, I'm going to teaching. So I went into teaching and I finished it. But like all along the way, I was like, I had this big like question mark above my head, but I knew that I wanted to like use it to go traveling. And so... I that in combination with I had this big interest in learning another language and sort of I started looking like where I could get a job and uh, this like uh, there was like China Dubai like all those very typical like internationally teaching international teaching jobs and then like randomly on a website Cuba this like little school in Cuba popped up and I was like that's the one (laughs) And then, like, the application was just ridiculous. Like, I wrote, like, my life story on this application. And I was like, okay, if I get this offer, like, I'm going. I don't even care. And, uh, yeah, a few weeks, like, a few weeks later, we had this, like, weird interview. Because, like, Skype doesn't work in Cuba. And somehow we made it work. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, they basically offered me the job. And and I was like, okay, it's a two-year contract. Like, I'm going. And two years, like, at that point seemed like 10 years you know I was like oh my god what am I committing to (laughs) when you're abroad too it feels even longer right because everything's uh, sort of foreign to you yeah like I just I was kind of just like I don't know and like you know what I was like whatever if sucks after one year I'm coming back you know (laughs) and then like when I was there actually two years like flew by like honestly I was just like shit I guess I'll sign up for another year (laughs) um and then yeah I just I loved it I really like was really happy in Havana you know so I kind of got sucked in. <laughs> awesome. You actually recently, recently, it was your birthday. So, <laughs> yeah. which I would say, I think two days ago. Yeah, so, that's the one. <laughs> there you go. Well, happy belated birthday for <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. Uh, but I think what was the most interesting with that, uh, at least from a social media standpoint, is you did this sort of seven goal uh, challenge for yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, uh, I just, I don't know. It was like three weeks before my birthday and I was like feeling kind of low just in where my business like I just wasn't things weren't rolling like I wanted them to be and I was like I'm not I kind of had this idea I wanted to really focus on like cleaning things up quote unquote with my brand and not focus on like selling so much but then that sort of got me in this like I'm just gonna sit here and like wait for stuff to happen you know just like (laughs) you just I don't know like if you have this like where you're doing your own thing and you just kind of get in this low right And I was like, nope, like, I have three weeks on my birthday. I'm going to, like, just put stuff out there and, like, make it happen. (laughs) And so I just sort of picked different areas of my life and my business and stuff I wanted to work on. And I just felt like putting them. So I came up with seven goals because my birthday is, like, July 7th. 
Um, so the 27th of July. So there's seven twenty-seven. Right. And so I decided like seven goals was a cool thing. And um, yeah, so my first goal was like selling 727 cookies, <laughs> which like, honestly, I was just like, oh my God, this is never going to happen. <laughs> but I was like, I, the, I think the best thing going into it was like, I didn't stress about like, because I think people hold like, people are held back by their like I'm not gonna do it you know or I'm not gonna make it so like I don't want to put myself in that vulnerable position and I just decided like my community on especially Instagram because that's where I'm playing a lot Mm -hmm. is like really supportive you know and like people talk about all this like negative feedback and I just have gotten like none of it you know (laughs) and so or like I don't know or maybe it's someone I don't know but (laughs) I just like I'm so not feeling that so I was like I don't know people are gonna like be into it or support me or whatever right so yeah I had like certain number of cookies I wanted to sell I um, have been working on my packaging. I had like a personal goal to like lose some weight. (laughs) I had uh, the podcast that I wanted to do. And then, shoot, I can't I have them right here in front of me. The song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then like I just needed a seventh one. And I was like, I love music. So I'm going to write a song. (laughs) And like, yeah. So that was basically it. I was like, put it out there on my social, like my three weeks before my birthday, I put it out or July 7th, whatever. Um, and I was like, this is what I'm committing to. Uh, let's see what happens, you know? <laughs> so the song is on your Instagram. So <laughs> yeah, it might it might come down soon. I don't know. <laughs> I listened to it. Who, who is playing piano? Okay, so like I just, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm like more of a rapper than a singer because my voice <laughs> in singing is like pitiful. But I came up with this like idea that I was gonna like sing about and I knew it was gonna be something somehow related to like the journey of the business world whatever so I came up with this like I don't know somewhat rhyming rap (laughs) and I was like shit like I don't know I was like maybe I could play on my computer and find some like back beads or whatever and then I was like shit no I should totally like Montreal's a great city they have these like pianos everywhere in the city and I was like I'm totally I know there's one on the street Wellington Street like near my house so I was like oh my god I'm like I'm going to go in the middle of the street, like, put myself out there and go and, like, freaking rap to this song. Like, I didn't even know what it was going to look like. Right. Honestly, I was just like, okay, maybe I'll, like, play a beat. And so, like, Friday, just actually this past Friday afternoon, I was like, okay, like, I'm going there. And I literally walked from my house to this piano, like, mind talk like self-talking the whole way being like you can do this like just <laughs> just do it like you don't care you have your sunglasses on you can hide your face like <laughs> and then I show up and this guy is playing and I was like okay I'm gonna like wait till he's done you know whatever and then he actually was like super cool he had just been talking to this other girl that was play like looking like she wanted to play and he was like hey do you want to come in and so I was like oh he's cool like good vibes you know and so his name is Antoine. Okay. <laughs> there you go. He, I guess he like plays, he's coming up with this song, but he's totally like amateur, just wants to play around. So he said he like hops from piano to piano and just plays, but he never wants to stay too long and blah, blah. Okay. Anyway, I was like, you know what? Do you want to just like do this with me? Cause I would feel so much better. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sure. And like this guy's like Friday afternoon high as a kite. Like, and I'm like. <laughs> oh my god you are so high right now and I'm so not (laughs) and like so I'm just there like rapping this song and then he's going along whereas like at one point I don't know if it was on the video but he's like this song is kind of bad (laughs) I I didn't catch that (laughs) so I don't know if it came on but I was just like 
I know, buddy. Like, it's my first one, you know? Like, leave me alone. <laughs> but he was super cool. And so we just jammed out for, like, I don't know, two minutes. We did, like, a few takes. And, like, I put it out there. I was like, whatever. Like, yeah. I said I was going to do it. I'm going to do it, you know? <laughs> and, uh, I mean, the feedback was, like, good. People were like, that's ridiculous. But I love it, you know? And uh, it was just, like, such a good... Like, I realized at the end of it, I was like, man, I care so much less about what people think than I did when I started. Like, yeah. 100%. I think that's probably one of the hardest things to kind of get over. Like, that yeah. hump. And I, that, that's, like, for props to you for doing that because <laughs> there's no way in hell I'd ever do that. It was definitely not about the song. That's <laughs> I can say that. But, like, I don't know. I And, like, side note, I remember seeing one of your posts of, like, having... You had a picture of two guys that you... And you said something like, sometimes you just have to ask or whatever. Right, right. And I just think, like, that sort of idea is so important. As as much as we hear it, like, over and over, it's really hard. Like, you have to train that, you know? Or, like, untrain it, basically, you know? You do. Especially with pictures, too, because most people (laughs) aren't comfortable with taking pictures. Yeah. So, to go up to someone... Like, sometimes you'll catch the cool people, or when you're doing street photography, like, sometimes you'll be taking pictures of a building, and people are staring you down. They're like, I don't want to be in your picture. I'm like, dude, chill. I'm taking the building. (laughs) I (laughs) don't actually want you here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's all, like, practice, especially when you want to take street-style pictures. Uh, there's this certain style where you won't, I mean, touching back on what I'm doing yeah, here. Yeah, I know. But like, there's another certain style where you won't actually approach a person and you're getting it in the moment. But sometimes just to kind of go out there and ask, regardless of what the end outcome is, I mean, you get to, you know, learn a little bit about people. And I think that's yeah. awesome. And going back to that, too, on top of it, I think uh, definitely from what, what I've seen on Instagram as well, what we've spoken about before, uh, you're pretty involved in the community. And, uh, you know, for, for the things like you do this, uh, the barbershop uh, cookie kind of, you kind of go to a different <laughs> yeah. barbershop, which I think is yeah. cool because it's so different. Uh, mm. You recently posted about a man you met uh, outside of an IGA, <laughs> which actually led to something that we'll talk about, too, which I think is awesome. Uh, again, with this songwriting just going out of the city alone, like it, it takes balls. <laughs> and, I, you know, I definitely... I definitely respect that uh but let's let's i guess maybe talk about uh the whole barbershop thing yeah so i don't when did the ah this happened because i like every day i'm going to the gym and i'm coming back and i always pass by this one barbershop and i like i don't know whatever it is like it's me i'm just like man it looks like cool people to hang out with i'm like sometimes i'm like man it'd be so much easier to be a guy just like go in there and (laughs) but anyway so i walk by this place a lot and then i just i don't know like i'm always thinking like who should i approach and who should i talk to about my cookies and i was like nobody like like cookies barbershops they have nothing in common and that's kind of like where my head goes is like where is where can i do something that nobody's done before you know and so one day I was just like, I'm just going to do it. Like Saturday afternoon, I'm going to go on this like, what I like barbershop blitz or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually really, okay. So it was like two barbershops, <laughs> <laughs> but I like, it was super funny because I went to the first one and the first one is like a super classy, like high end barbershop. And okay. I walked in and I was just like, Kate, like that was the one I actually had as well in my mind that I wanted to go and see because I'm kind of like you know my my cookies have a certain class to them because they're different and and uh you know the flavors are a little bit different and whatever so I kind of like there was a, some sort of connection between like having a you know at a higher class place and and maybe like selling my cookies there but I always go there like half expecting like more than half expecting them to say no because it's just like I'm going to these weird places you know right. so I walk in there and I was just like hey guys like I brought some cookies. Like, do you guys want to try these? And they were like, they like were so, they weren't, they were just like playing it cool, you know? Like, they're doing their thing. They're like the, one of those barbershops that's like 
whiskey serving, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Like, you know, just like really fancy. And I was like, I don't know, like maybe try them, see if you like, maybe you could, I don't know, have them here. And so I took the spicy, the Mexican Mighty Mayan one. And I can't remember, I think I took a, my North African, the Saharan eat. Anyway, so they had a taste and they're like, yeah, like these are kind of like different. And like, I don't know, I, they were just like, I think some of the guys couldn't handle the heat. And so they were like, had their little egos and whatever. <laughs> but it was like fun. It was fun. It was just like me going into this random place and them being like, oh, kind of cool, whatever. And then I was like, okay, well, like, you know, I did what I did. Like, I don't know if they're interested or whatever. And then I went into this other one and it was like 180 degree change. Like, you know, you're like low key black like barbershop. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but this was the one that I was always walking past. All right. And I was just like even more awkward because I'm like, I'm not anything like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like went in. And I was like, oh, can you guys like, you know, you want to try my cookies? And I was like speaking in English and then I realized like most of them are French so okay. I was like switched to French and then I'm obviously like blabbering in like my second language <laughs> <laughs> and but anyway they had a taste and they were like super into them nice. which was like so fascinating to me because it's just like you have so many like prejudgments about people and what they're into and it just totally broke my anyway that day we like chatted for a long time and we had like such a good time and we talked like MBA and like I don't know whatever Awesome. Um, so yeah, anyway, that was sort of like, and, and that was sort of my thing to be like, Hey, maybe you should like do this more often. And since I've been to, I think I've contacted a few and, you know, gotten a few who are like, I don't like, I would never sell cookies in my barbershop <laughs> to like, yeah, that would be cool. So, um, more than anything, I think it was an experience or it is an experience, right. you know, ongoing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, are you still doing that? Do you still kind of go around? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, where did I go? Actually, I went back to the first one because I had mentioned him my like reggaeton remedy one, which is the okay. more summery like mint, pineapple, and lime zest. So um, I went back there and dropped off. And I think, have I been to... I feel like I've done a little bit of emailing and stuff like that and sort of like tagged a few that I would go and see. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of this like thing in my mind that I still think there's like room. Actually, you know what I did? I did a... I did like a Facebook ad on, um, on like with, I, so the video we did together, you did for me, I clipped it and just used like the part with the, the guys that have like the beards right. and then the cookies. And so I made this like short video and, um, it actually, I remember, I think that's been my best ad that I've done on Facebook. Oh, nice. So awesome. like it was a very specific target of people, but like I got the most kind of whatever clicks and all that like right. click per cost per click or whatever it is. So that was kind of cool because I'm like, okay, little by little, this could become a thing, but it's like one of those things. Again, you have to like get people comfortable with that idea first. Definitely. So it's sort of like, okay, this could be something, but like just give it time, you know, and like maybe I'll run it again. And yeah, so. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> cool because it's, I mean, it's two things you definitely would not put together. Yeah. And I think once you do, I mean, especially if it kicks off, I think there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. Uh, so that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then talking about uh, recently, actually, you posted about a man outside of uh, IGA, which led to something which I thought was fantastic. Uh, so tell me, tell or tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I could go on forever about Ian, but I'm not going to. But he, you know, he's on my podcast, so. Oh, nice. Okay, <laughs> um, fantastic. Yeah, but he basically is this man that I met on the streets because I decided I was going to talk to him, and I was just like. I don't know. I'm like, like, I could, I goes with my character. Like, I just like trying to do things that make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway, so we've been friends. We see each other a lot in the streets. He lives around here. So he's not homeless per se. He has been. 
Um, but he is just like the nicest guy that stands outside the IGA or the Jean Coutu and uh, kind of waits for money and stuff. So he doesn't have a job. Anyway, he, one day I was just like, same thing, like I was having a shit day and man, I have a lot of shit days. <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> I'm like, God, like, but yeah, but they're like pretty inspiring. So, um, anyway, I like was having this bad afternoon, whatever. And then I was like, fuck, I just gotta like go out and like walk around. Cause I'm like not doing anything productive here. So I like walk, this IGA is like two minutes from my house. I walk there. And, like, the funny thing is, Ian is not often... Actually, that was the first time I saw Ian outside the IGA. Okay. Um, So, I think that in itself is sort of just this little, like, gift from whoever's up there. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. So, he's, like, there and uh, we're... We just start talking and he seriously always puts me in a good mood because, like, he is, like he just has nothing bad to talk about like I don't even I don't even know like and I don't know how he could like he could have a lot of shit to talk about you know but anyway he just is like hey Natalie and he always has a smile when he sees me and like makes me feel really good and like I don't know sometimes he makes comments where I'm like too far man like too far (laughs) like (laughs) but anyway I um I saw him there and I was just like yeah I don't know I'm just like getting overwhelmed I didn't like I don't go into too much detail because like I don't know I just feel like he's my pos- I don't want to like put negative stuff on him but right. he's like hey by the like you should just go into the IG and like talk to the manager and like see if you can like sample your cookies there and like I honestly am like like why did I not think of this you know like, <laughs> this is my job <laughs> and I was like yeah you're right like I should but that stuff just like makes me I can talk to you on the street like a complete stranger, but going in there and like talking to, you know, manager and like the upper hand, blah, 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 just like makes me nervous, you know? <laughs> right. But I was like, okay, if this guy's telling me to do it, like, I can do this. Like, I can do it. And I went in to buy, like, I don't know, I was like going in to buy like wine and cheese or something. I was like <laughs> in one of those moods. And I was like, okay, like, if I see the manager, like, maybe, maybe I'll say something. But I was already, like, honestly, I was just, like, I'm just, like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it one day kind of thing. Okay. And so I saw this guy, and I, like, had a good, I, like, had a pretty good idea he was the manager or whatever. So I saw him while I was in, like, the dairy aisle or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just, like, hey, like, are you the manager? And he's, like, well, yes, I am. And I was like, um, just like randomly, I don't know, like, do you guys ever do kind of like where people can bring their products and sample them and maybe possibly like feature whatever. And he's and I was just like in my mind, I was already like he's probably going to say no. And you have to have like all this blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, uh, yeah, yeah, we absolutely do. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. It just kind of one of those like picture perfect stories where I was like, OK, so like this is going that, yeah. opposite of what I thought would <laughs> so, happen. So, <laughs> OK, that was kind of easy, like. And so I just started talking and he like even took, I don't know, like just even taking the time to like go in the back, write his email and give it to me. Like that was a thing, you know? Right. And um, so at the end of it all, like, I mean, the part of it that like in that specific situation, like I was thinking I'm going to do this. And then like the only thing that's holding me back at this point is like my packaging. Like that's not where it needs to be. But whatever. That's kind of like side note. But it was just like the whole <laughs> Just the whole way that, like, you know, someone who, like, really can't care what people think about him would Mm -hmm. be the one that would suggest that, you know, because it's that whole idea of, like, just asking, you know, and, like, I, 
I can say it so easily, but I sometimes just like get in my head and forget it, you know? And, and so like, he's a good reminder. And I think like not only in moment, like he helped me in that moment, but he's kind of that voice that's always going to be like, you just have to ask. Like, and it goes back to like your, you know, your situation. And so anyway, the other thing about this is like, Ian loves chocolate and he's always like whether it's like chocolate or chocolate hot chocolate or chocolate milk like he wants something so <laughs> like okay like how big can I buy him of a hot cho- or a chocolate milk you know but anyway so I got him his like chocolate milk and he's just like over the moon every time I give him that and, um yeah so that was like my afternoon with Ian <laughs> that's, no, that's definitely us because when I read that on Instagram I was one it was inspiring two I thought it was just an amazing story though yeah uh, and it kind of goes back at the just I mean you don't know until you actually do it yeah and I think it's just a fear of rejection but at the end totally. of the day it's 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 a two-letter word it's no and then you wipe your hands and you move on to the next one yeah so, but it is difficult and you know again that's another thing that uh again that was really inspiring is that you just did it and it turned out actually what ended up ha- have have well so he's like at the, this was like a week or half a week and a half ago but he's like on vacation right now so i okay. did but i was like i'm gonna i honestly like i went home and i was like oh i could like email him in a while or i could just email him now right. and i was like email him now natalie Definitely. like just do it <laughs> so yeah i emailed him and uh i'm like 100 percent like i'm actually going away soon too but i'm gonna like follow up with him like yeah 100 percent. so um yeah super like super inspiring people that you meet you don't know where (laughs) definitely definitely yeah um so with that uh definitely wish you the best of luck with that whole iga thing and i definitely (laughs) hope that you can get them featured because that would be awesome uh but what other than that is next for for culture dough cookies (laughs) well culture dough cookies is like gonna be rebranded basically so i want to like keep the concept but what i've and this is sort of like what's taken me back to kind of the back workings of everything is like i want to create it as like a brand that i can more easily like access people so basically the name i'm working on and i like have it so it's just a matter of getting i want i'm actually working on um getting like a logo designed and stuff like that to just like clean it up a little bit and I want it to be a little bit more of like what I want it to be kind of thing I started with it and like the name itself is cool but it's like comes down to that whole like consumers like it's difficult like I'm telling I'm like cultured dough cookies and they're like oh like cultured dough and then I'm like yeah but without the like e and you put an apostrophe and like how do you spell that and what's your website like it's so <laughs> it's so con- so there's like a logistical aspect to right, it. Definitely. Um, so basically I want to like yeah I'm working on cleaning up the brand but I am really um, pushing for this brand to kind of go and I have people like interested in working with me on it but like I want it to go to a product that can be sort of like national internet I don't know like I have big dreams and so it's sort of like just the that I think I don't know if you find this like being creative as well but like my creativity sometimes leads to like loss of like a view of practicality or not I don't know about practicality just like it just seems crazy yeah (laughs) no that's definitely that's definitely I'm like okay how do I get there though you know like I just and I think that happens with a lot of people when they're when they're really into the creative side of things, they're not necessarily the like planning it out how to get there's kind of thing. So I don't know if that means having a partner who has that side. I don't know if that means, you know, like finding di- like I think at some point it's going to be integrating other people into it. 
Um, but yeah, like I guess I guess go big. So one of my I one thing I did mention, one of my goals was like to do this giveaway. And this giveaway that I'm doing is like I'm sending a pack of cookies to like anywhere in the world every day. Nice. And it started on my birthday and it's going for like seven days or whatever. So actually today I or like up till now I've done two of my giveaways and like one of them I'm gonna send to India okay. <laughs> and the other one I'm sending to Ecuador so those are the two um the two like places that the people so basically I had this post and people could comment and tag friends around the world right and so then they would like be entered in my draw to like share these cookies around the world and like half is half is to like send to sort of like I don't know get the word out and whatever but I just like that's what I'm doing with my cookies like they're sort of international flavors so they should be sort of like shared with the world you know and so um that I guess like I don't know that's kind of like along the way of just like growing the brand and and it's sort of one of those things where it's like how the hell am I gonna send (laughs) these cookies like to fucking India But I'm going to work on it and it's going to and like it's going to work out. And I was just like on my post, I was fully like, maybe you'll get them. Maybe you won't like, (laughs) (laughs) but we're in this together, you know, and people like actually it was funny. One of my followers was like messaged me and was like, you know, that's going to be like super expensive. And I'm like, hashtag marketing costs. Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Business expenses. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So like, I don't know. I guess I'm like, honestly, there's like people that like start their brand. No, they like plan their brand. They, like, do all the, like, logo design, all that, like, before they launch their product. Mm-hmm. And I, like, didn't do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, seriously, like, shooting in the dark. Like, okay, maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try this. Maybe this is going to fail. Like, I'm just all over the place. And, like, yes, that's, like, limiting in some way. But I'm also, like, that's kind of where my, like, idea, like, that's kind of the craziness of my brand. Yeah, but I think that's <laughs> the beauty of building a brand is at the end of the day, I mean, we're not all perfect. We all have, you know, we're all evolving. So regardless yeah. of how much planning we put into it a year from now we might be in a completely different headspace <laughs> so i uh, know i definitely think that that's that's uh definitely normal and <laughs> okay i'm totally i'm totally on there I, but not I, too normal right <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> just a little just the yeah. right amount <laughs> but uh no with that i think we touched on uh i think everything actually t- let's go back to the podcast uh you said oh, yeah. you had a you launched a, launched a podcast uh what's the podcast called uh, my podcast is called Flavored, so it kind of plays with the idea that I'm like, it actually kind of ties to my culture dough cookies concept, right. just like, and what I want to do with it, so why it's called Flavored is like partially just sort of like where I'm going with the whole idea of flavor, but um, it's also just like, I've realized I'm very happy with like a simple life. Like I did my traveling, I did those crazy things. And, like, I'm just really happy, like, enjoying meeting people on the street and, like, you know, finding out people's stories. Like, I don't know, just the simple things in life. So what I am trying to, like, extract and build on is, like, how those really simple things in life are, like, the stories that kind of, like, add flavor to your life, you know? I don't know if that, like, it's just that that idea of, like, kind of finding the, like, excitement in non-exciting things, quote-unquote, so... Yeah, that's where I'm going with it. And same thing, like, it's exactly like I did my brand, like, just shooting the shit, like, seeing how it goes. And, like, even talking to you, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, audio. I should think about the quality of my audio. (laughs) But anyway, it's out there. It's on, like, iTunes, uh, Spotify, um, Stitcher, I think. I don't know. I just, like, signed up for all of them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm in the same boat right now. (laughs) So, yeah, um, 
probably like a little bit different than yours, less structured, but uh, yeah, I don't uh, know. Anyway, it's out I there. Really, I don't think mine's structured <laughs> at all right now. I think I'm a little bit all over the place, but I think that's just, the, again, the beauty in just starting something and jumping into it. Yeah. Uh, you kind of figure it out as you go. <laughs> uh, so with that, is there any uh, last last notes you'd like to leave on? Um, I just like, I don't know. I think it's super cool that you actually, you know what? I really should point this out. Like you were a huge inspiration to like get my podcast going. And I like, I say that like about my podcast, but there is a lot, I think this is the power and maybe what you're trying to touch on with the whole like entrepreneurship thing is like, there's so much to be taken from like other people kind of in the same boat. Like I've taken so much from you just like, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Seeing the way that you like interacted when we were making our video and the way you interacted with like the people that I had brought there was super cool. And I was just like, man, he's so like, he's so like down to earth. And like, cause you know, you go in like, I don't know, videographers, whatever, like they can be complete dicks, <laughs> you know? Like, and I just, you were so awesome. And I'm like, man, that is really cool. And like, even though we're kind of in like these totally different realms of like what we're doing, there's so much overlap and I was like man I really appreciate the way he like treated the people that I had brought and like you know thank them for the just like simple things and I like I don't know I think I hold a little bit of that with me and like go forward with it so I think that um it's really cool what you're doing and and touching on and so like thanks for all that you've well, <laughs> given no, me <laughs> thank you that's extremely humbling no that that's awesome thank you so much for that uh and like I told you that shoot was probably one of my favorites definitely I've done because the people you brought and you it was really fun uh, and I definitely hope that we can, you know, maybe do something again in the future. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, yeah. This was definitely fun. Uh, where can the people find you? <laughs> uh, me personally in the kitchen. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am on at the moment uh, Instagram, Facebook. So Instagram is Cultured Dough Cookies. No E, no apostrophe. <laughs> but um, and then Culture Dough Cookies on Facebook. I have a web website www.culturedoughcookies.com, and uh, yeah, my podcast flavored. So <laughs> lots of ways to find give it me. a listen. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. My name is Anthony. You can find me at @nobile on Instagram. If you guys are interested in being on the podcast, if you're an entrepreneur, creative, or anything really. Get in touch with me and uh, I'd love to do it. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.